0: I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Janice Dean.
1: I'm Juan Williams, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, July 13th, 2023. I'm John Saussier. You may not realize this, but right now, Chinese hackers are toying with us. There's been a major recent hack on email addresses, many of which connected to government agencies. This was not done at random. Rather, it was a very pointed electronic breach.
0: Several of the folks that were targeted have been very critical of China. And so they're the ones that the Chinese said, you know what, we're going to go after their individual emails.
1: This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's Wonder made possible. Learn more at Evernorth.com/slash Wonder. A corporate cloud system no match for Chinese-based hackers recently who showed off their ability to not only infiltrate government agencies, but to do so in a way to send a message. Part of that message is a steady strategy China has been using to harass and complicate entities in the United States. This latest breach went after both the U.S. state and commerce departments.
0: We know that there is a tremendous competition between Uh, intelligence agencies, not just in China, but also in Russia and the United States.
1: We're speaking today with Michael Balboni, who is president and managing director of Redland Strategies, also served as former Homeland Security Advisor for New York State.
0: And we know that that China has a state-backed effort. They spend lots and lots of money, train lots and lots of people to do just this. And what this shows is that they continue to ramp up their efforts, There are some disturbing elements of of this attack though. You know, if you talk to Microsoft or if you listen to folks in the State Department, they'll say that nothing really sensitive got out, that it was really personal emails and, and not something that they were taking troves of data. You know, that's what we've seen before, right? The hack comes in and all this data goes out the door. That's not what happened here. They went after individual email accounts, but the timing and the targets are what's really curious. So these hacks began using the Microsoft system, the network, right before Secretary of State Blinken was supposed to go to China, in addition to which several of the folks, one in commerce, again, one of the State Department that were targeted had been very critical of China. And so they're the ones that the Chinese said, you know what, we're going to go after their personal emails, their individual emails, not personal, individual emails. The, the 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 disturbing part about that is that so the Chinese, we know, are pay attention to timing very, very much. And so they can basically hack at will when they decide and hack the targets that they want to decide to do. You know, this is a big concern for the United States.
1: Yeah, and alarming indeed. If they're picking and choosing where they want to hack, it's almost like they don't care about hacking the information. It seems like they care more about cyber intimidation. Do you feel like that's part of the strategy here?
0: That is a great point. I think that you know, there's, there's many different goals for this type of a campaign. And one obviously is to gather information and intelligence and, and see what the adversary of the United States is, is up to. Another is to try to steal data which again is something that they've been long after. But to your point, there is also an attempt to undermine and undercut the legitimacy of the US government. Many ways to do that. One is to compromise email accounts, to take data that perhaps is embarrassing and expose it. We see that's the latest trend in the ransomware attacks, not just about encrypting files and deleting backups, it's also about taking and identifying sensitive information and revealing it or or threatening to reveal it and asking for a ransom. But again, to your point, they're really acting as a uh, kind of an intimidator to sit there and say, you know what, you think you have so much sophistication in your cyber networks, we can penetrate even the highest levels when we want to.
1: Yes, it's disturbing to think about. Let's get back to the specifics of this hack here. You mentioned Microsoft. They're looking into it. They say this uh, Chinese hack actually targeted their cloud services, which is a little alarming to me. All you hear about is so-and-so company secure cloud services. But right. how difficult is it for these Chinese hackers to get into something like that?
0: Basically, they, they went and they got the, the as they say, the keys to the cloud. as It's the keys to the kingdom. The the way that the cloud works is that there is a remote request for access into the cloud and in order to grant that request for information or, or, or um, any, any type of operations within the cloud you need to know that the person who's accessing is in fact who they say they are so there's an authenticator it's a key and and this was developed by microsoft as a way to access their cloud as as it is with with google and the other cloud uh, um, operators And so what happened here is that the hackers were able to get in and in the best analogy I saw in in one of those news stories was that, you know, if you need a passport to get into a country, well, they came and they compromised the passport printing office, which is essentially what they did here. They went in and they stole the ability to create these keys to allow them into this uh, privileged access into the cloud.
1: Well, that's absolutely amazing that they were able to do that. And it shows you the level of sophistication is also, I mean, they're getting to the the first step of getting in there. And then, like you said, they kind of have access to everything. I'm curious as how to AI is playing a factor in these hacks with not only China. I mean, we know they're developing AI right now, but is this making it easier for them to hack entities and specifically government entities using artificial intelligence, which I don't know, may spot a weakness somewhere or something like that?
0: I, I, I really think that artificial intelligence, machine learning is, in fact, the game changer for the society in almost all aspects of what we do. And, and whether it's healthcare, transportation, uh, housing, finance, artificial intelligence, the ability not just to enhance existing technologies, but to learn and expand in a way that we haven't thought about is going to be truly the change in the way we live our lives. So, too, with cybersecurity. You know, again, the thing that that makes artificial intelligence so uh, powerful and and frankly so frightening is the ability to learn. And so, right now, there is an arms race. It's an intelligence, information, and technology arms race between China, Russia, the United States that are seeking to get to the right AI platform first, because it will be, you know, in the in the old Terminator thing, it will be the war of the machines. And and this is going to have a dramatic impact, not only on the types of attacks, but frankly, the types of defenses that are being developed.
1: What can we really do to stop Chinese hackers when their government is paying them to break into our government systems? Today, we've got an expert on the line. He's Michael Balboni, President and Managing Director of Redland Strategies, former Homeland Security Advisor for New York State, who says China's using intimidation in their tactics of breaching critical systems, even at the government level. He also believes that the way American society works actually gives us a big technological advantage, especially with the emergence of artificial intelligence. Interesting conversation today, and it continues next. Dare I ask you, who do you think is winning that arms race right now?
0: Well, it's, I think it's, it's virtually impossible to know because what we don't have is we don't have what the intelligence um, organizations can see in, in China. As you know, China is a very opaque society. Uh, they don't really share a lot of secrets. Um, we know that uh, they have been tremendous, spending a tremendous amount of, of time and effort and resources to develop this um what's interesting is of course is that the united states still continues to be in a preeminent position to develop technology part of that there's so many factors there one is the fact that the united states is still the number one destination for immigration number one and and that adds to the diversity of culture and, and and education and intellect that has been demonstrated to really provide the um uh the fuel t- for technology just look at that uh at California and, and uh, uh, Silicon Valley and and uh, Palo Alto area of of uh, California, and see all the folks, and they're not you know they're not the typical face you'd see you know if you if there is a, such a typical face. The United States has become incredibly diverse. That is to our benefit when it comes to development of technologies. China still, for the most part, is pretty monolithic in terms of of, of their population in the center cities, um, and so they don't necessarily they don't have the uh, benefit of that kind of immigration that we do, that that technologically uh, s- uh, sophisticated immigration. Now, having said that, you know this is something that uh, China has been very focused on developing its military, very focused on developing its its healthcare capabilities, trying to create their own world health organization within China, creating different sphere of influence in the economy. So this has been identified as one of the key focus points for China. China, as it is for the United States.
1: Really cool take there. Diversity and strength of something we know to be true, of course, but it may actually be helping us technologically against a country which, you know, doesn't support as much immigration as we do. So that's very interesting to think about there, uh, just one of – I guess many unintended consequences, both good and bad, of how our immigration system is going right now. That's really cool mm-hmm. stuff. Michael Balboni, President and Managing Director of Redland Strategies, former Homeland Security Advisor for New York State. Great insight. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you